This is a podcast about stuff that is gay. If you came here for the gay stuff, then you came to the right place. For the boys and the men, for the theys and the thems, for the gays and the girls, and the women in STEM. TV, movies, and books. Speak out. Our agenda's got the goods. Speak out. All the things you want to know. Speak Tune in to Speak Out Radio. Kojo, um, you're listening to Access Radio on 106.1 FM. Um, welcome to episode 100 of Speak Out Radio. Wahoo! Yay! Um, okay, so today for this very first segment of episode 100, you have myself. So my name is Neo. Um, I use he, him, or ear pronouns, and I am the volunteer and community engagement coordinator at Inside Out Koro. Um, I've been in this role since July um, last year. Um, but I was a volunteer for five years before that. Um, I'm sure if you're a big Speak Out fan, you'll have heard me a number of times going back yonks and yonks. Um, and with me, I have... I'm Kyora, I'm Edie, um, I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. Um, and I am the funding and volunteer coordinator for Inside Out. So I essentially do the same job as Neo here, um, except I also run around and ask people for money. <laughs> yeah, my job, but with more maths. Um, <laughs> and it is amazing. And today, the theme for episode 100 is letters to our past selves. Um, so you'll hear, be hearing from Edie and myself as sort of the main chunk of this. Um, Edie may have to run off, so you might have to deal with me rambling to myself. Nothing wrong um, with that. Nah, nah, exactly. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Um, and then you will, um, hopefully, most likely, in fact, you will hear some segments from some other Inside Out related um, volunteers um, who've been with us from anywhere from years and years to being little babies in the volunteer space. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll be telling you some things that they want to say to their younger selves as well. Um, but coming up first, us. Wow. Such excitement. Yeah, I know. The anticipation. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should have made notes. I didn't. Um, so I have scribbled down some things. I can see your page. You've got like two lines. Don't, don't look at, don't peek. I'm sorry, spoilers? Yeah, actually um, spoilers. <laughs> so, how to start this? Happy 100 episodes! Happy 100 episodes! Woo! Yeah. High five, high five. I'm sure that made a great noise. Yeah. Um, for our audio mm-hmm. podcast. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so first I want to start off, actually, um, great point, Edie. I want to start off by thanking every person who's made Speak Out possible. Um, first, starting with the people who've uh, featured in it. Um, there's been so many wonderful people over the years who have talked about so much amazing stuff and shared their thoughts and corridor with us, um, and I really value all of their contributions. And Speak Out episode 100 wouldn't have been possible without you know every single person who has um, helped out. Um, and then, of course, how can I talk about Speak Out and thanking people without thanking our wonderful listeners, mm-hmm. who, if they hadn't stopped listening, we would have stopped Speak Out. So, really, Speak Out is made by the listeners. Yeah. So, really, it's thanks to you. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, people who, you know, whether you put it on in the bus ride, whether you listen to it religiously when it comes out. Um You know, however you listen to it, thank you so much. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, what would I say to my past self? So um, if you're a pro listener, 
you'll know that I have done an episode on um, psychosis before. Um, and I will be speaking a little bit to that as well, as, as well as my rainbow identity, um, because I feel like those two things are totally very relevant, um, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, I'm Māori, so I, I, I'm speaking in to my younger Māori self as well, yeah, and like, you know, just that young little frightened child who had no idea what was going on at any time and really needed some help, mm. but unfortunately didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you can pass on that wisdom. Yeah, and now my job is just helping other people yeah. not have that, I that's guess. That's kind of like what I want to do, is mm. just help people not... I mean, that's such a common thing, right? Like, we, we induct new volunteers, and whenever we ask them for, like, if they have a goal, so many, so often they're just like, I just want to be, I just want to give back, or I just want to be what... I didn't have mm-hmm. and that's a really common mm-hmm. thing and I feel like this episode is really going to speak to that I think so too yeah mm. Mm, what would I say to my past self I would say I love you mm. I would say I'm proud of you um, because I think that he needs to hear that mm. um, I would say you are never going to have it all figured out Young me was real obsessed with trying to figure things out, especially around identity. I'm going to say, you're never going to have it figured out, but you will become okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing. Is like, there's a desire to like quantify and mm. pick apart and analyze and understand mm. and get to know our authentic true selves. But it's so important, like you said, to just be like... You're never going to, like, yeah. figure it out exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's great, you know. Mm. It's just part of life, baby. Part of life. Um, mm. I would say I know it's really scary, mm. but there's going to be a time, however hard it is to believe, that you will be happy mm. and you will be healthy and there will still be struggles, but you'll have people around you. And you will be held by their love and support. And maybe things will be a little bit better than you thought they would be, young, tiny child. <laughs> you trying to make me cry? Yes. I feel like that's... This is, is that just being... going to be us crying. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the cry episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> it should be called 100 in tears. <laughs> Shedding 100 tears. <laughs> I like that. I like mm, that. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Mm, what would you say to your younger self? What would I say to my younger self? Mm. Um, so much. Like, I, there's, yeah. there's so much, I think. Like, I think first and foremost, I would come, I would, I would like, jump out of my time machine and be like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, there's this word, really useful word. Um, you're not going to hear it for a while. But it's a really good thing to know, um, uh, to, just to understand uh, yourself. And this word is called transgender. Mm. And um, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a pretty cool time. Mm. And um, yeah, just like literally the knowledge of words yeah. to understand oneself, mm. I think, is so important. Like just having that framework, having that kind of like... Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I was so oblivious mm. and 
directionless with mm. my young angst, <laughs> you know, and I just like didn't have the kind of like vocabulary mm. to put my emotions into. So I felt like I didn't have the emotional intelligence to really like work through the stuff I needed to work through. Mm. And then as soon as like I could use the language, mm. I could actually make sense of the big messy interior. Mm. So I would literally just go in and see like, um, yeah, this is a thing. Mm. Have a think about it. See if it fits, <laughs> you know. Have a play around. Yeah, yeah. Side note, I think the term angst feels really, um, when like when applied to me, my brain just kind of gets like real upset about it. Because mm. I feel like, you know, we hear like teenage angst so mm. often. Like legitimately someone once said to me, like when I told them about my depression was... Um, oh, I just thought it was teenage angst you were going through. Mm. And um, I feel like distress is like a better word that would describe my teenage years than mm. angst. Mm. So I'm going to be kind to myself and not use the word angst for myself ever again. That's that, that's really good, yeah. I think I was seeing it as a kind of like... Not to like... No, I totally didn't... You, no, no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but like, I think I, I... Like, from my own experience, mm. I see it as frustration. Right, yeah. But like, like not being able to express what I needed to express. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, that's so, yeah, distress or mm. frustration mm-hmm. or angst or like, yeah, I think that's like, that was just like a big old, big old mass of feelings. Ball. Yep, yep. And I needed to unpick it and you can't unpick it with, unless you mm. just understand it a bit better. Yeah. Um, but I would also mm. tell my younger self, to ignore all that really bad trans representation yeah. as well. Um, I tell my younger self to stop watching Ace Ventura. Oh, yep. That was, a, that was, that was a, something I had on, on, on video for a while. Mm. And um, I watched a lot. Mm. And in hindsight... It was something I watched. It was terrible, terrible representation. Don't yeah. watch Ace Ventura. Absolutely. No, don't even hate watch it. No. It's so disgusting. It, and, but I think my little frustrated younger self latched onto it mm. as it was the only representation around. Even if it was terrible, it mm. was something. So, I'd, um, yeah, I'd say, just put down that tape. It's okay. <laughs> just burn it. Yeah, and I would just say, yeah, you're, you're not alone. Mm. You, it's, um, like what you said earlier, um, like it, it, you will be held. Mm. You will find community. Mm. You will find people like you. Yeah. And you're not alone in this world, and you're not weird. Mm. Or. If you are, the weirdness is to be celebrated. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah. yeah, I think. And and then I just give my younger self a big hug. Yeah, I would give I my younger self the biggest hug. Mm. Like one of those real good squeezy hugs where you <laughs> feel you can't breathe. Oh, like I just kind of yeah. cradle like their head mm-hmm. in my shoulder, you yeah. know, and like the crook of my neck. Yeah, yeah, much needed, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. See, now, okay, now I'm getting emotional. Oh, no, not the emotions. We're not allowed feelings. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That's a lie. We're allowed all the feelings. What was that Mm. thing that I showed you today? The, um, 
the one about like showing vulnerability to friends and then it was like <laughs> when you hide it you're denying your friends the chance to like show you friendship and kindness yeah that cut deep <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was a good one mm. um other things i would say to myself mm. you are maori enough mm. when you hear the term takatapui you will fall in love with it and you will want to be that so bad mm. and you can be that mm. that is a term that you can use for yourself and um Young Neo, I will tell you as many times as you need it that you are good and you are whole mm. and you are not a bad person. And yeah, yeah <laughs> you may be a little bit crazy, but crazy is a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. And if you just reclaim that term that's been used against you, no one will be able to call you it in a bad way anymore because... Mm. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, so what? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You own it. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And then I would tell my younger self to stop watching Supernatural. Because <laughs> it's a terrible show. <laughs> Is that going to be a controversial opinion on this podcast? Where my, uh... If anyone tells me that Supernatural is a good show, I will bite them. <laughs> but also, you heard like, that here listen. first. <laughs> A show can be good without being good. It doesn't make sense, but it can. Can you care to elaborate on that, please? Okay. I refuse to elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is okay to enjoy things, young Neo. Mm. It is okay to try new things. And if they don't work for you, then that's fine. Mm. And also, um, choosing a name is going to be really hard, tiny child. Um... And unfortunately, you may be stuck with the first one you choose for like the rest of your life up until I'm speaking to you now. But you're not actually stuck with it because you can just do whatever the hell you want and also have fun names like Tobias and Bog as well. Bog is a great name. Mm. I love it so much. Thank you. Mm. I'm the Bog Boy. Bog Boy. Bog Boy. It's like a shitty superhero. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. It's a good superhero. Mm. Um, I think I would also tell my younger self to write and Mm. create with absolute reckless abandon. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't create to produce a novel. Mm -hmm. Don't write to appease anybody. Just put pen to paper and just go for it and create whatever you need to Mm. and produce art. Yeah. Just in whatever way, shape or form you need, Mm. it never needs to see the light of day, Mm -hmm. but just do it. Um, I think so much of my younger self was just held up with, um, yeah, such, um, uh concern for um this like hypothetical critic mm. that existed in theory and was always calling me too pretentious <laughs> or always calling me too um too silly or whatever mm. and i think just I'd go back and like my younger self, who was writing the most ridiculous stuff, I would say, 
this is fantastic. Mm. Can you make it weirder? <laughs> I think that's what that's a good that's a good life motto. Make mm. it weirder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so many things would be so much better if they were weirder. Yeah, yeah. We just make it make it weird yeah. and own it. Yeah, I would say <laughs> this is going to be a really weird statement, but the anxiety will stop when you stop mm. caring. <laughs> mm. I used mm-hmm. to be real socially anxious. Um, I'm real nervous all the time, but then I just kind of stopped giving a fuck. (laughs) And I know that is so much easier than it sounds because I had to work on it so much. Yeah, it's such a process. And and like, it was like, I'm still not free of it, but it's just, it's a billion times better than it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's hard, but it's really worth it because not living constantly afraid of what people will think of me is just the most freeing thing in the world Mm. like obviously there's still that anxiety but i don't have to look at every single action and every single word i say with a critiquing eye in fear that Mm -hmm. someone in 10 years will remember this about me Um, another thing I would say is you will always remember those moments at 3am when you said something wrong, um, (laughs) or you thought you said something wrong, (laughs) um, and it will come back to you for the rest of your life. But you know what? That's real normal. And like every single human has that. You know what? I'm stealing that one as (laughs) well. I'm going to, yeah. And every single person remembers their own mess ups more than they remember other Mm. people's. Yeah. I would go back and say... You do not leave. You do not need to live in an eternal state of cringe. Mm. <laughs> in fact, cringe is fake. Do what you want. Yeah. As long as you're not harming anybody or yourself, go mm. for it, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when are we? <laughs> when are we building this time machine? Because <laughs> really sold it to me now, and yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like we need to make um, this happen. Yeah. You know what? Let's just start right now. Let's uh, after we finish this, after you go to your thing, mm. then we'll come back, get onto it. Okay, we'll get it sorted. We'll get it sorted. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for you. Speaking of, I might need to run away. How slobbing dare you? <laughs> Mind your language. <laughs> um, that's fine. I'm gonna Excuse pause it now, me. and then um, everyone say bye to Edie. Bye, Edie. Edie, say bye. Bye, everybody. Um, Happy 100 episodes. Um, Thank you all for listening and um, enjoy the rest of the episode. Woohoo! Bye. Okay, and welcome back. That was just a quick break so Edie could pack up and go. Um, Believe it or not, you're still listening to episode 100 of Speak Out. (laughs) Edie's just doing a little dance, a little jazz hands in the background. Um, Yeah, I would say... More things I would say to my younger self. Um, oh, I feel like I've lost all my, ma- my momentum now that Edie's gone. She stole it from me. <laughs> um, I would say, what would I say? I would say things are really scary. You don't know what's going on, um, but there will be answers. And you will make friends through what's happening. And you will get help. And you will get, well, you will find some medication that works. um, And you will survive this. Um, 
yeah, you'll, you can do it. You got this tiny child. I keep saying tiny child when I'm talking to my like 14 year old self. Like I do kind of view my 14 year old self as a child because they were, they were a little baby who didn't know anything, but like not in like a harsh way or a mean way. But at 14, I was so scared all the time. I had no idea what was going on. And I just kind of wanted the world to slow down for a little bit so that I could just take the time to be okay. You know? Eddie just gave me a little look, but like a nice look. <laughs> um, I would say you're not going to be scared all the time. There will be moments where you are happy. There will be moments where you feel safe. There will be times where everything seems right in the world for one glorious, glorious second. And that moment will go, but it will always come back. You can know that even when that moment leaves, there'll be a next time and a next time and a next time and it'll never stop. As long as you're alive, there'll always be those glorious moments of peace and safety and happiness and love. Oh, tiny Neo, you are so loved and you will be loved and you will feel that love all the time because when you come to work and you say you're feeling sad, Edie will give you a hug and she will say that she loves you and your partner um, will say that he loves you too, maybe one day. And your mother will say that she loves you and your brother will send you memes that really mean I love you. And you'll have cats. You didn't think you'd have cats, but you will have cats. And they will... Bye, Edie. <laughs> She's just leaving. And they will be so cute, and they will love you too. Um, even when they are being stinky little beasts. Yeah. Um, other things I would say. Wow, I'm getting a little bit emotional here. But Edie's gone now, so now I can gossip about her. Did you know that Edie is the coolest person in the world? Um, anyway, enough gossiping. Um, I would say... You know how you've always wanted a tattoo, but your parents didn't want you to get a tattoo? Well, one, your dad's going to get a tattoo, and it's going to be so funny because he will have to, like, scroll back on, like, everything he's ever said that's anti-tattoo. But... Also, you will get tattoos and you will be able to decorate your body however you want and make it feel your own because I know a lot of the time it doesn't feel that way and it feels like it's not your body or something is controlling it or you're not the one in it. But you will, you will be able to, <laughs> you will be able to make it look however you want it to look and that's wonderful. I would remind you of the poem, the poem, I'm going to find the poem, 
Where is the poem? The poem. The poem that you will one day have part of tattooed on you. I think you need to hear this, young Neve. I think you need to hear this poem. Atlas, your shoulders are broken and all the strength in the world will not heal them. Do not weep if you falter. Lift with your knees, brace your arms. Know that you were made to endure. I'm going to say it again because I feel like I need to hear it again. Atlas, your shoulders are broken and all the strength in the world will not heal them. Do not weep if you falter. Lift with your arms. Lift with your knees. Brace your arms. Know that you are made to endure. And that's a poem called Lift With Your Knees by Poems for Persephone on Tumblr. I would also say something like um, you feel alone, but you won't forever. I would say you feel sad, but you won't forever. I would say so many things. I would, I feel like all of this would just be translated in some like real intense hugging. And like, I wouldn't actually have to say anything. My words would just like beam into my younger self's brain. I would say, hold your friends close. Um, but also if they, if they fade away, if those lines of friendship fade away, that's okay. You don't have to hold so tightly to them that they strangle you. Um, I would say know your worth, know the value that you hold because, oh, sweet child, you are so important and so necessary to the function of the universe because if you weren't here then who who would have taken the cats when they needed to be rehomed and who would have done that workshop and who would have held your friend's hand as they cried and who would have who would have given Edie that really good hug and who would have, you know, who would have, um, <laughs> who would have given your teddy bear such good hugs if you weren't there? And who would have been the best friend of your best friend if you weren't there? And who would have made so many wonderful episodes of Speak Out <laughs> if you weren't there? <laughs> you know? I'm sure someone would have, but would they have done it the way that I did it? No. So there you go. Um, I would say, I love you. You got this. It's going to be okay. And I'm proud of you. And there will be a day where you wake up and are so excited for the day. And you can't wait for what's coming up today. And you'll remember that not so long ago, you felt the complete opposite. You felt the day was a slog and you didn't want to get up and you just wanted to stay in bed forever. And you know what? On that day, you will 
have that compassion for your younger self and you'll know that maybe that will come back and maybe those feelings will come back and but but that's not today and maybe it's not tomorrow but if it does come back and when it does come back you will have support and you will know love and you will know fun and smiles and laughter and you will have the resources that you've collected over the years and you will push through and you will endure it because you know what? You were made to. That's what I've got for you, Koto. That's that's it. I've made myself cry a little bit. Um, I hope that this has been helpful um, in some way or maybe just, you know, a good time. Um, when I pitched this idea, I kind of thought like it would be maybe helpful for any younger listeners. Um, but I think it's just helping me at this point, you know, work through some of those feelings. <laughs> um, you know what? That's okay. Sometimes, sometimes things can be helpful in multiple dimensions or just helpful in one and not helpful in another. And that's fine. Um, coming up next, some segments from some other wonderful um, members of the Inside Out Fano. You'll be hearing from Lucy at some point. Um, you'll hopefully be hearing from a couple others, but I haven't got their footage, their audio yet, so I won't name names. Um, yeah, and I think it's really valuable to think about what you'd say to your younger self and make sure that you're doing it in a really compassionate way. I think it can be really easy to remember all the bad things, um, but your your younger self really needs you um, and you should aim to be that person that your younger self needs, I think, in all areas. Um, I think that's just what humanity is about, what being human is about, is growing up being the person that you needed yeah i love you lots and thank you everyone for making episode 100 of speak out a possibility um over to my lovely friends um kakite e hoama ngamihi arohanui Uh, I'm Lucy, I'm 24, I'm queer, and I live in Te Whanganui Atara. Um, I'm going to read you a letter that I wrote to my 14-year-old self, so me 10 years ago. Um, but before I do that, I thought I'd tell you a bit more about me and, yeah, where I grew up. So um, I grew up in Whangarei and also in the Wairarapa in Masterton. And I was always a really quiet kid who was a little bit stuck in her own head um, in a good way. Always daydreaming, very creative, spent a lot of time writing and making things and redecorating my room and out in the garden. Um, yeah, and then uh, as I became a teenager, I started to go through some really hard times with my mental health. Um, and also started figuring out that I was queer and trying to 
come to terms with that and also kind of reconcile it with parts of my upbringing. Um, But now as a 24-year-old, I can say that things are really good a lot of the time and I feel so joyful about being queer. It's actually a part of my life that I feel so happy about and I've got a great community of people like both my family and friends and chosen family and the rainbow community around me. Um, And yeah, I just wanted to read you this letter that kind of goes back to a time when things weren't so easy. Um, But it's a hopeful letter. So I hope you like it. I hope parts of it resonate a little bit with you or maybe um, you, you just find it interesting to hear someone else's story. So here we go. Dear Lucy, this letter comes from 2022. 10 years ago, you were writing in your diary in your purple bedroom, or you were staring out the window in maths class, or you had your head stuck in a very dog-eared copy of some fantasy book, all daydreaming of this time in the future. 24. You imagine that at 24, you'd be smarter, prettier, less scared, more confident, smaller. I know how you felt. And I remember all the time you spent trying to plan your life. I remember all the pressure you put on yourself to fix, achieve, grow, be successful, and do everything all at once. But at 24, here where I am, we're really not that different. We just have a lot more self-acceptance. So much of it, my life now, you would have wanted, expected. But so much of it is just so far away from either of our expectations. A real surprise. Things are pretty good. Some days are a struggle, but at the end of them, however hard, I get to come back to the little home I filled with beautiful art and photos and plants and a black and white cat, and a best friend. And I can call one of my favourite people, or stick my head in a book, or wrap up in a blanket on the couch, or make a chocolate cake in a mug in the microwave, and it makes things just that bit better. And I feel a lot of gratitude for those little things. Some big choices and unknowns and realisations about yourself are coming to you soon. Things are going to be tossed up in the air and upside down and I know neither of us like that feeling. It's messy and sometimes you feel like you're searching your own brain for the answers and it's giving you like 15 different paths. But where I am right now, things are kind of exciting. I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I think about and I know you. And I think about us when we were eight years old too when we desperately wanted for fairies to be real and we loved the smell of birthday candles and we had calluses from the monkey bars and we picked flowers from other people's gardens and played crack the egg on the trampoline and wrote books about our five cats and we had like 50 jelly bracelets on one wrist. We can live the kind of life we want 
and we are surrounded by the most loving and supportive people. One day, we are going to travel the world and we're going to paint giant portraits on canvas and we're going to grow our hair down to our waist and we're finally going to learn to drive and we're going to look back at 24 as well. I love you and I accept you as you are. Aroha nui, Lucy. Tiari tōku ingoa, ko taranaki tōku maunga, ko kurahaupo te waka, ko taranaki, ko nārui hinerangi, ko te atiawa, ko Nāti Maru, nā iwi. Ko Nāti Haupoto, rawo ko Nāti Tū, nā hapū. Ko te pōtaka, rawa ko Waiokura, nā marae. Ko rautini te awa, ko au te mātāmua, nō taranaki au, ingari, e noho ana au ki te awa kairangi. My name is Tiari. I'm 23 years old and I'm a proud taranaki man which I speak to in my mihi. I waka papa Māori on both sides. My mama of Aotearoa, and my dad of Aichutaki and Rarotonga. I've been a volunteer with Inside Out for the past four years now, and my experiences with Inside Out have helped to shape the person I am today. I was excited to do this and have the opportunity to speak, to share some of my experiences and to my younger self. In sharing my story, I'm hoping that I'm able to give voices to other Takatapui and Pasavika young people to show that it's okay to be ourselves and even though it's hard, we're worth it and we deserve it. Before I start this letter to my younger self, I'd like to acknowledge a wakatoki that's really important to me and is a way in which I navigate my life and the world. So it goes like this. Ka waka tō muri te haere waka mua. I walk backwards into the future with my eyes fixed on my past. We can't move forward with our lives without acknowledging where we've been and where we've come from. So Tiari, your life hasn't been easy or simple. You've had to face some adversities that a child shouldn't have to deal with. You're scared of a lot and cautious even when you don't need to be. You're unsure of your future or of how much of your future you'll actually be around to see. You have a lot of dreams and a lot of things you could do. I wish you knew your worth and understood how lucky you are to have your wakapapa. And that even though it's hard in your small town to decolonize your mind and unlearn and unhear the ignorance you're surrounded by, I promise that things do get better. Your tipuna are proud of you and love you. Even now you still wonder if you honor them and uphold their mana. And I promise you that you do. 
You have to unpack your queerness through letting yourself be who you are to decolonize and unpack the trauma of your people. To unpack that mamai and pain they had to carry. You are them and they are you. Chari, you have to accept that being happy is more important than protecting how others feel about you or protecting them from having to adjust to your gender identity. You have to realise and understand that you need to live for yourself. You can't live for others and they can't live through you anymore. Otherwise, what would be the point? And as hard as it is to put yourself first, you're worth it and eventually things really do get better. The harder conversations over time lose their weight and are now just uncomfy memories. Sometimes we have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. But you should be proud of who you are and how you end up approaching letting people know the real you. Throughout all of it, you're gracious and thoughtful. You remind yourself and your whānau that you stand together. You don't value your feelings more and understand that as long as they love you and see you, it just takes time for them to adjust. You've been really lucky, blessed and privileged with your transition so far. And I know that speaking to you now, younger Tiari, it feels unattainable to even imagine that eventually you'll be years on testosterone and that you'll be a year post-op top surgery this year. And you'll take them for granted but I promise that when you get to those points and get to live in a more authentic way and being yourself, you will feel free and you will feel happiness in ways that you've never got to experience yet. But, you know, something that has challenged you it isn't something that you really thought about. It's how you would be perceived. Not because of your trans identity. But because you navigate and walk the world as a Māori man. And because of that, it brings its own challenges. But it's not your prejudice to hold or give time to. You're a good person, you're strong and empathetic. You don't have to give more than you have to people. You deserve love and respect and to feel cared for. Your heart and pride may stop you from accepting help, but let others show their kindness. You're working towards learning your deal and towards trying to be a face for younger people like yourself. So they're able to see themselves compared to you not having anyone reflect you in society. Every now and then your mata ora still shows itself to you. 
your Māori tanga isn't in question and you shouldn't ever doubt if you're Māori enough or good enough. In a less serious note, you continue to love Subarus and other cars, especially vintage ones. You do grow out of your pink, the 1975 phase, but definitely don't regret the tattoos you get dedicated to them. And you continue to love basketball and share that love with others. You coach young people and hope to help them in ways that basketball has been able to help you to be the person you are and to help others be great people and see that in themselves. Basketball probably occupies the same amount of time then as it does now. And lastly, to younger Tiari, carry yourself with the mana and the love of your tipuna. Hold yourself to high regards and remind yourself of your importance. Love yourself and all that has manifested into your character. You are amazing. Lots of love, Tiari.